Welcome. You are listening to Deeper Life Together, the discipleship podcast at the Bridge Whitby Church. My name is Alan Buttron, the lead pastor at the Bridge, and it's our prayer that this podcast will encourage and better equip you in your journey to deeper life in Christ. Let's do that together. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Deeper Life Together podcast. If you've landed here for the very first time, we want to give you an extra warm welcome. Like Alan mentioned a few moments ago, Deeper Life Together is a discipleship podcast at the Bridge Whitby Church, and I am so excited that you are here with us today. We're going to be chatting about a very practical habit that is simple to implement into our everyday life. It's a habit that the co-facilitators of our bridge groups have been putting into practice, and it's a habit that they've shared with their group members and are encouraging them to put into practice too. So what's that practice, you ask? Well, I like to call it the 15-minute habit. Basically, it's just setting a timer for 15 minutes to cultivate your spiritual life. Well, I know that answers a lot of questions, doesn't it? So let's dig a little bit deeper and find out what it really is. What if we looked at setting a timer for 15 minutes as an invitation? An invitation to humble ourselves before the Lord. You know, disciple to master, created to creator. And remember that he is God and we are not. Or... What if we looked at it as an invitation to trust God that for the next 15 minutes, he's got us and our world in his hands, that we can let go of that illusion that we're in control and that, oh my goodness, everything's going to fall apart if we pull away for 15 minutes, that we can put down our cell phone and trust him in the 15 minutes of disconnect with others. Or what if we looked at it as an invitation to reset? to come to him just as we are. (laughs) That might be fatigued or overwhelmed. Perhaps things feel very chaotic. Maybe you feel angry or sad or depressed or cynical and gain his holy perspective on our days. Isn't that a great way of looking at the 15-minute habit as an inviting habit, an inviting habit that um, invites us to humble ourselves, to trust God completely, and to reset. And it's my prayer that both you and I will accept that invitation. At the Bridge Whitby Church, we have four pillars. And those four four pillars are to help people know God, find freedom, discover their purpose, and make a difference. I got to thinking about those four pillars, as well as cultivating a 15-minute habit to grow in spiritual maturity as a follower of Jesus Christ. And I wondered to myself, could those, both of those things kind of join together? And so I asked myself, what if we used our 15 minutes to know God better? The way we know God is through his word. K. Arthur wisely said, so much of our confusion and pain uncertainty, and wrong decisions in life come because we do not know God. We may know about him. We may know what others say about him. But do we know what God says about himself? Do we know 
ourselves who he really is, how he conducts himself in the affairs of mankind. When we know God as he really is, we have a power in our lives, an ability to stand firm. A true understanding of God's character leads not just to knowledge, but to action. Daniel 11 verse 32 says, The people who know their God will be strong and take action. Knowing God enables us as believers to display strength in times of stress and take action when the rest of the world seems immobile. What what if we spent 15 minutes a day to cultivate a daily habit of reading God's word to get to know God? Our strength and faith will increase. We will stand in confidence because we have seen who our God is and what he wants and how we are to live out our everyday ordinary life in relationship with him. And what if we used our 15 minutes to find freedom? John 8 verse 36 reminds us that when Jesus sets us free, we are free indeed. Do I hear an amen out there? That's the gospel truth. When we repent of our sin and put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, we are set free. Romans 8 verse 1 says that there is now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus because the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. As maturing followers of Jesus Christ, we are in the lifelong process of sanctification where we become more like Jesus every day through the help of the Holy Spirit. Praise God for that. Yet, in that process, we still sin. Every single one of us struggles with sin of one kind or another. Some sin may be visible, easily seen by others, and some sin may be a great big secret. No one even knows a thing about it. No matter what sin it is, it keeps us in bondage. And our freedom from that bondage is found in Jesus Christ and Christ alone. First John 1 verse 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. What if we were still, quiet, for 15 minutes, while asking the Spirit of God to shine his light upon our hearts and search us to see if there was any wicked way in us, just as the psalmist did in Psalm 139, verse 23 to 24. What if we cultivated a 15-minute habit to quietly return our hearts to the Lord our God, to repent of our sin in the safety and love of our Heavenly Father, to confess that which we think is hidden from the view, from His view, in the depths of our hearts? What freedom would be ours to enjoy because of the grace and mercy of our gracious and glorious Savior? And now... What if we used our 15-minute habit to discover our purpose? You know, I just think sometimes we get hung up on the whole life purpose thing, as if it was something really big and mysterious and that we needed to spend our entire life trying to figure out what it was. What if I told you that your life purpose or the purpose of your life is right in front of you, right here, right now? As disciples of Jesus Christ, the purpose of our life is to follow him, 
to deny ourselves and our ways, to obey him in all of his ways, all so that he is high and lifted up and receives all the glory and honor each and every day. Now, the fact of the matter is, my day will look different from yours. Our days, yours and mine, will look different from someone who comes to our bridge group or perhaps our Sunday morning worship service. That's because we've all been given assignments. They're customized God assignments. And those assignments, they could be for a season or they may even be for a lifetime. They may be short-term or they may be long-term assignments. They are seen in our roles and responsibilities within those roles, such as husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, sons and daughters, parents and grandparents, employees or employers, students, caregivers, seniors, church members, ministry leaders. Well, you're getting the picture here. Whether our assignment seems quite ordinary or whether it seems really hard, I mean, really hard. We need God's wisdom in each moment. Wisdom in how to number our days, how to spend our time. Wisdom in decision-making. Wisdom in how to navigate a situation as Jesus would. Wisdom to build relationships. Oh, how we need his guidance. In Psalm 25, verse 4 to 5, the psalmist prayed, Make your ways known to me, Lord. Teach me your paths. I can just see him or or just feel him. Just desperate to know these things. He goes on to say, Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation, and I wait for you all day long. What if we cultivated a daily 15-minute habit every day to come humbly before the Lord and like the psalmist, ask him for the direction, guidance, wisdom, and discernment that we need to steward well the assignments he has given us for such a time as this. The the wisdom and guidance and direction and discernment we need to keep our eyes on our own assignments and not look longingly at someone else's assignments. Have you ever done that? Oh my goodness, I have more times than I want to even admit And we just need his wisdom and discernment and guidance and direction to faithfully attend to our life purpose within the roles that he's given us, all for his glory alone. And lastly, what if we used our 15-minute habit to make a difference? Oh, a long, long time ago, probably, I don't know, 25, 30 years ago, I read a book written by Florence Littower. And it was uh, at that time, I think that the title has changed, but at that time it it was titled, um, It Doesn't Take Much to Be Average, But It Does Take Something. And I'm not even sure if the book is still available. And I don't remember very much about that book at all, but there was one point that was etched into my brain (laughs) and I've never forgot it. And that point is this, it doesn't take much to make a difference in someone else's day. Or maybe even we can say in someone else's life. I wonder, what would happen if we spent 15 minutes every single week focusing on encouraging another person? Sending them a text and letting them know that we're praying for them. Or even writing out that prayer that we're praying on their behalf and sending it to them. Sending an email 
maybe for forwarding a link to a God-honoring song, a resource, a quote, just something that would spur them on in their spiritual maturity. How about a quick phone call? Or a time of, of lifting up another before the throne of God in the privacy of your own prayer closet. Maybe it's writing a note of encouragement and sending it by snail mail. Remember, <laughs> remember letters? How about praying a scripture over them or giving them a, a scripture card to tuck into their uh, pocket or into their wallet? Dropping by just to say hi to a shut-in. Helping a neighbor with a, a task. I mean, the list could go on and on. The fact of the matter is that it doesn't take much time to make a difference in someone else's day or life. But it does take something. Ask the Spirit of God to nudge you when opportunities come along to make a difference in the name of Jesus in someone else's life. John 13 verse 2 to 17 recounts the story of Jesus washing his disciples' feet. As disciples of Jesus following his example, may we never miss the opportunity to humbly serve others. It doesn't take much to serve someone else, but it does take something. And maybe that will be 15 minutes. What is the 15-minute habit in the context of becoming spiritually mature followers of Jesus Christ? Let's sum it up. It's an invitation to make time to know God through the reading of His Holy Word. It's an invitation to make time to find freedom through prayer, repentance, and confession. It's an invitation to make time to embrace and engage in our daily God-given purposes and assignments. And it's an invitation to make time to serve and minister to others as the Spirit of God directs. This invitation is accepted, must be accepted in humility, in trust, and in surrender. Like we talked about earlier, Daniel 11 verse 32b says, the people who know their God will be strong and take action. I want to ask you, what action will you take? How will you diligently Cultivate the 15-minute habit in your daily life in order to deepen your spiritual growth and maturity as a follower of Jesus Christ. We really want to know. We want to partner with you. We want to pray with you. We want to share our stories with you. And we want to encourage you as we all grow deeper together. Now to him who is able to do above all and beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations, forever and ever. Amen. <music>